shining all the stars in glory your love is like the wildest ocean oh nothing else compares well happy independence day weekend vine church family i hope you shot all the fireworks i hope you had an incredible time with family and friends, you had the best barbecues and the best cookouts, and I hope you made some amazing memories that didn't include the ER. But hey, maybe they did, because it wouldn't be a, a July 4th weekend in the South if it did. So if you were in the ER and had a really cool story to tell over this Independence Day weekend, we would love to connect with you next week. Come hang out with us here at Divine Church. Uh, if I haven't got a chance to talk or meet with you yet, my name is Tyler West. I get to serve here as the founder and the lead pastor here at the Vine Church. If there's any way that I can serve or connect with you, please reach out to me at tyler.west at thevine.tv. You can also give me a call or text message uh, on my cell phone at 864-706-9634. You know, this weekend we celebrate the bravery and sacrifice of our servicemen and women. And I just want to take space and, and take a moment to say thank you. If you are a serviceman or a woman, if you've ever been in the service or you're the family of a service member, past or present, I just want to say thank you because the freedom we have today to be in the greatest country that this world has ever seen wouldn't be here if you weren't fighting for our freedom and sacrificing without expecting anything in return. You are a picture of the gospel and we're so thankful for you. So I just want to take this moment to say you never get to hear thank you enough. I know you don't, but I, I want to say thank you for your service. We also know these soldiers don't go into battle alone, so the family members, you're just as important to us experiencing freedom as well. So thank you to each and every one of you for how you willingly give and allow us to live this life that we get to live here in America. You know, at Divine Church, we talk about family being our most important ministry. So the special thing we're doing this week is we're having our online-only services. You know, it's one thing to say that connecting with family is important, but it's another thing to live it out. And so this week, we're actually going to connect with our family and friends, and then we're going to come back here on Sunday, July 14th, ready to connect with you. So we would ask that you would plan your visit if you've never come to hang out with us at Divine, because we would love to connect with you before the service with our breakfast during the service with amazing worship, and after the service, we'd love to connect with you in the garden. Because here's the thing, we've got a gift for you, but more importantly, we want to give you the gift of connection. We want to exchange information with you. We want to make sure that you know that we're here to serve you and pray for you and walk with you step by step through whatever season you're going through. So plan your visit, plan to be here with us next week, and when you do, I promise you, it's going to be something like never before, and you're going to encounter a family that's willing to connect with you. Speaking of connection, guys, at Divine Church, we always say it. I'm not going to stand up here and talk to you about a percentage or talk to you about a number because that's not, that's not what Jesus is calling me to do. What Jesus wants me to do is tell you the way that you give is connected to your heart for him. You know, he may be calling you to give a dollar. He may be calling you to give a thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, a million dollars, whatever it is. Here's a thing that I know. He can do more with it than by you hanging on to it. He can do more with that money than you ever could think. And it's not just so that you could be blessed. It's so that everyone around you could be blessed. Because Jesus says he loves a cheerful giver. So here's the thing I want you to know. Here at Divine Church, you have a family that wants to connect with you, but is not afraid to connect with those in the community around us and in the community around the world and in the church around the world. And you maybe want to be a part of that. If you would like to be a part of that, go to divine.tv slash give. You can give today. Or when you come hang out with us and connect with us, you can give after the service in our tithe box. 
So we're about to get ready to have some amazing worship and have an awesome message today that are preparing the groundwork for what we're going to walk through over these next few weeks. So I'm about to pray, and I'm just going to ask in this prayer that we have hearts that are prepared for worship and that our hearts would be good soil. So whatever Jesus is going to teach us today, we'd be willing to respond to. So dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity that we have just to lift your name high. Thank you for for allowing us uh, just this moment to be refreshed. Thank you for the tools that you've given us to steward here at Divine Church so that we can take a week off and not be angry about it or, or think that we're doing anything wrong. And instead, we're walking in obedience by connecting with our family because Jesus, you've told us that's our most important ministry. You've told us that we're called to love God and love others. And sometimes that means to be able to rest in the rhythms that you called us to rest in. So I pray for rest for us today, and I pray for rest for those who are servicemen and women and their families around the world. I pray that they would experience gratitude and thankfulness from nowhere, from out of nowhere, Jesus, and they would see how important they are and how much they are loved to give us the freedoms that we have here in the United States. Jesus, just thank you for this opportunity again today. I pray that you would open our hearts for worship. I pray that you would open our eyes to see you in a new way, our ears to hear you in a new way, and I pray that we would be willing to encounter you in a new way throughout worship in this message, but also have the boldness to step in faith to what you've called us to do. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Let's prepare for some amazing worship from our Vine Worship team.
comes out. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen.
just what you say that you're good and your love is great Eight men. The year was 1775, and on the morning of April 19th, the first shots of the Revolutionary War were being fired at the Battle of Lexington, claiming the lives of America's first military heroes. Eight Massachusetts colonists willing to die for their values and beliefs, for liberty and freedom. In more than 40 wars and conflicts since then, nearly 1,315,000 American men and women paid the ultimate price in service to this great land, giving their lives so that we can pray whenever and wherever we feel led, attend the church of our choice, and gather together to freely worship Jesus Christ. War is a terrible thing. History, though, has proven time after time that it is sometimes impossible to avoid. Some wars have had undivided national support. Others have been bitterly debated and politicized, and one war nearly ripped our nation apart. But since the sacrifice of those serving our country exists beyond the realm of politics, today we can lay differences aside and all come together to show our support and appreciation for our brave soldiers. Well, we can't say it enough. Thank you to our service men as service women and our service families. We know these soldiers don't go into battle alone. Their family is there with them and they are sacrificing daily. You are a clear picture of the gospel. You literally are willing every day to get up and when you lay your head down even at night, willing to sacrifice yourself so that others can walk in freedom. And you know, that's exactly what Jesus did for each and every one of us. He sacrificed himself so that we could walk and freedom from sin. So thank you for being a picture of the gospel. Thank you for allowing us to have the freedoms that we get to enjoy and experience here in America. And we celebrate you this weekend as we have our Independence Day weekend. So thank you. 
As we get ready each and every uh, summer to go on vacation, I can tell you there are a few things that are guaranteed for those road trips, right? Number one, the gas price is going to go up. Like, we pray that it don't every year, and we think that it's not going to go up every year, but it's pretty much a guarantee and a lock that the gas price will go up each and every year. So prepare your heart for that. The other thing that I know that's going to happen, and maybe you're like me if this happens for you, is you got to have a road trip playlist. Like, you know, I remember back in the day, you had to record music over the radio, and everybody had to be really quiet. Like, you would shut a room off so you could record, like, the, the coolest songs that are out at the time. And then we got this wonderful thing called CDs and got to burn those. I know I'm old. It's okay. Got to burn those and create a playlist, and now we even carry it on our device wherever we go. Uh, we have a road trip playlist. So I don't get to travel often by air or I don't get to go on long trips. I'm in the, in the car a lot, but I don't get to go on long trips a lot. And so whenever I do though, I'm telling you, I gotta have a great road trip playlist. Uh, something that just keeps you fired up and uh, maybe you like to do that too. Uh, and that's awesome. You're my people if you do. Uh, if you've got kids, I want to know, you, you're going to play some car games. Like maybe you're going to play first to state or you're going to play uh, spot all the different car tags that are out there for every one of the states. Or maybe you just have a DVD player or a an iPad or a, a tablet or, or maybe you just get your phone stolen by your kids and they just drain your battery. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I pretty much can guarantee that if you have kids, that's going to happen on your road trip. But one thing that I guarantee that all of us are going to encounter on our road trip this summer is this thing called a rumble strip. Now, maybe you don't know what a rumble strip is. Maybe it's called something different where you are. But a rumble strip are basically these divots in the road that let you know that danger is ahead. That if you continue on the path that you're on, that danger is approaching. Like, they're cautioning you for an upcoming change in course, if you will. And so maybe that's where you are, and you remember those rumble strips. If you don't know, it's just kind of the thing that's like, like, if you're listening to the podcast right now, hopefully you're laughing and you're just thinking what that was. But literally, it's a rumble strip is something that you can physically feel and audibly hear telling you to change course because danger is ahead. And some of us like to have fun with the road rumble strips. I don't know about you on the road trips, but those rumble strips will help keep you alive because they'll keep you awake. They'll let you know if there's a road construction on the way or a stop sign coming up on the way of a busy intersection or whatever that looks like. But the thing I started thinking of when I was walking through this as we're getting ready to walk through this series called Rumble Strip these next few weeks is a lot of us have these rumble strips in our life and believe it or not, they're set up by God to show us when we need to change course. Because the path that we're going on is leading to something that's going to harm us, that's something that's going to actually rob us of the blessing that he wants to give us. But yes, so many times in your walk, maybe you're like me, and so many times in my walk I've been this way, is you've become so accustomed to the noise and so accustomed to the feeling of the rumble strip that you've forgotten what it means maybe to continue in obedience step by step to be all God's called you to be. We've all been there. Maybe some of us are walking in that moment right now and you're realizing even in this moment that you've had rumble strips in your life giving you the warning signs that something dangerous is ahead, but you didn't heed them. I can tell you time and time again in my life where I didn't heed them, and man, it led to some crazy stuff, but I'm thankful by God's grace that I get to be here. And maybe that's you. Well, I want you to know you're in great company because we've all been there, but what we're going to unpack over these next few weeks is what in the world do we do when these rumble strips come up in our life. If you know anything about me, you know like one of my favorite books in the Bible, my favorite leader in the Old Testament is Joshua. 
is Joshua. So I'm excited because over these next few weeks, we're just going to be unpacking through the book of Joshua what to do with this rumble strip that we have in our life. So if you've got your Bible today, I want you to get to Joshua 1. We're going to be walking through Joshua 1, verses 1 through 11. It's going to be kind of a teaching Sunday, just kind of an informational, foundational Sunday to set us up for the weeks ahead as we continue into the series called Rumble Strip. And so uh, I'm excited to share with you today. I'm excited and believe that you're going to learn something new. And I just hope that your eyes will be open, your ears will be open, and your heart would be soft to receive the word that God wants to give you today and that you would be bold enough to take that next step. Okay, so uh, what I love that we do with our Vine Creative Team each and every week is we get to partner with the Bible app. So maybe you've got your Bible and you've turned there. Hey, when you connect with us and hang out with us at the Vine Church on a Sunday, we would love to give you a Bible free for the asking. And we won't just give it to you. We'll walk through it with you. <laughs> maybe you got questions about it and you don't know how to get started in your Bible. We would love to help you there. But I know a lot of folks do things digitally, and we want to be able to just have you follow along with us. So each and every week we partner with the Bible app. And I'm going to show you how you can follow along with us on the Bible app. So go ahead and download that from your favorite app store. And once you do that, you're going to go ahead and open it up and click on the More tab. Once you click on the More tab, click on Events. Now when you do that, make sure your location services is on. And you're going to see the Vine TV Worship Experience. You're going to see Rumble Strip, the title of this Series, and you can see today's title message, right or left. Go ahead and click on that. You're going to find all the scripture we're going to walk through today. You're going to find a place where you can take notes, but more importantly, you're going to find a place where you can connect with us throughout the week if there's any way that we can serve you or pray for you in any way. So if you got your Bible today, let's go ahead and dive in to the book of Joshua 1, Joshua 1, verse 1. So a little backstory here as we're going into Joshua. What's happened, and we're going to see this unpack in the first chapter that you got to know about Joshua, is Joshua was with the Israelites when they got out of Egypt, and they approached the Promised Land the first time. And what ended up happening is Moses sent out 12 spies, they were called, and Joshua and Caleb were of those 12 spies. And so what happened is 10 of those spies came back to Moses and said, Hey, we are like grasshoppers compared to these giants. There's no way. I know that God's promised us that we could have this land, but there's no way that we can have it because these giants that we could face, uh, they're just too big for us. We're just little bitty grasshoppers, and who in the world are we compared to getting these? But yeah, Joshua and Caleb are reminded of this promise, and God's going to remind Joshua of this promise here in a minute, is that God said he would give it to you, and yet... So many times you got to have the faith to do it. What I love about following Jesus is it's not just God gives you his word. It's that we have to respond in obedience to it to be a part of the full blessing. And so that's where Joshua and Caleb were. So what ends up happening is the people of Israel, about a million people at the time, didn't get to go into the promised land because they were too afraid. And so where we are and where we pick up this story in Joshua chapter 1 is... All that's left that originally were going to go into the promised land were Joshua, Caleb, and Moses. But Moses has passed away, and now all that's left is Joshua, Caleb, and two million Jewish people in the nation of Israel that are finally going to go and step into God's promise with boldness. So today, let's dive in to Joshua chapter 1, and we're going to start with verse 1. And it says this, After the death of Moses... The servant of the Lord, the Lord, said to Joshua, son of Nun, 
Moses' aid, if you're in a different version, we read out the New International Version here. Maybe you have the New King James or you're in the King James, but that actually says instead of Moses' aid, it says Moses' minister. And I don't know who needs to hear this. Maybe Jesus is just pressing on me to share it just to be a reminder. But so many times we forget that as ministers, it's not about people serving us. It's about us serving people. And if you're in a leadership capacity in whatever role you are, in whatever organization you're in, or maybe you're in a leadership capacity at the home, I want you to know it's not made for your family to serve you, but you are called as a minister to them to serve them. I don't know who needs to hear that today, but I just want to encourage you to say maybe that's just what you needed to hear today and know that your serving is making a difference, but maybe you need to correct course if you're just worried about others serving you. Continuing on, verse 2. Moses, my servant, is dead. End of story. I'm just kidding. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them to the Israelites. Very important. Verse 3. I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. How would you like to hear that? What if today you were to go into, what if today you were, you were just driving out and you were in a million dollar neighborhood and God said, if you just put your foot on the property, it's yours. How crazy awesome is that? How many of us today would be going up in yards and placing some feet? I mean, I'd be taking pictures of my feet on that in front of the house, like everything my foot touched. I could possess. That's what God told Israel the first time they tried to take the promised land. God told them, if you will just put your foot one step in front of the other, everything your foot touches, I will give you. Yet their fear held them back from it. Believe it or not, uh, it's, it's known that about 30,000 square miles is about how far and how big Israel was at its height. But God had promised them over 300,000. They only took possession of a tenth of the land that he promised them. He was their tithe. We'll walk into that a little bit later, but seriously, they only took possession of a tenth of the land. And what if today you're walking and you're hearing the rumble strips and you're trying to walk in fear? When I'm talking to you about rumble strips, I'm not talking to you about fear because we're going to see even through Joshua, fear can creep up, and that's not what we're going to be walking through in this series. We're actually going to be walking through obedience and putting one step, one foot, in front of the other and following Jesus step by step, no matter what season we're walking in. Because what if he told you that if you'll just keep taking one step after 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 one step of following me, you'll get to be a part of something that's better than you could ask or imagine. But you've got to have the faith to do it. That's where we are with Joshua right here. How crazy awesome is this? So maybe today that's going to encourage you Keep following Jesus step by step. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're going to be a part of something incredible. Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, to all the Hittite countries, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. Circle this if you've got your Bible. Highlight it wherever you are. Verse 5. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. No one. How amazing and awesome is that? As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave nor forsake you. Right here in verse 5, I want to point something out to you that you may not know of Joshua. Why it's one of my favorite books. Believe it or not, Joshua had a different name before this. Moses renamed Joshua. A lot of times folks don't dive into this or you don't know this about Joshua. But Joshua's first name is Yeshua. Say that with me, everybody. One, two, three. 
Yeshua. Yeshua translates into the Greek word for Jesus. So the Hebrew word Yeshua is where we get our name, Jesus, our Savior. And the reason of that is the name Yeshua means deliverer. It's no coincidence that Jesus is found here in the Old Testament. When we talk about Joshua and Moses, it's one of my favorite books, and even more, I just want to tell you, Jesus is right here in the Old Testament. Joshua is Israel's deliverer at the time, but Moses says, listen, listen, listen. No, 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 your name needs to be changed because only Jesus could bring people deeper into God's promise. No man could ever do that. It only had to be because of God. We talked about it a few weeks ago, unless God is in it, right? Only God, only Jesus could lead his people deeper into God's promise. So Joshua's name got changed to Yoheshua. Say that with me. That's the Hebrew word for it. One, two, three. Yoheshua. Yoheshua. And what that name means is the Lord delivers. So Joshua's name means deliverer, Yeshua, to Yoheshua, which means the Lord delivers. And so what is so important here is I, I read verse 5 and I go back to Jesus. Remember, the Great Commission is, is Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20, and it says, Go ye therefore into all nations, making disciples and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always until the end of the age. Jesus even promises he will never leave us nor forsake us. And we can see it right here where Joshua is. But you see, here's the thing. A lot of us may know that Jesus is our deliverer. But we can think that it's too hard to follow him. We can think that we got to get our life cleaned up to follow him. we got to think that maybe we got to memorize all the prayer or have all these scripture memorized or live a certain way or dress a certain way. And I want to tell you, you don't. But yet, Jesus knowing this, and yet here God knowing this, is Joshua is leading people to go deeper into his promise. I don't want you to let fear set in today when you hear that rumble strip popping. I don't want you to have fear. I want you to walk in faith. Because if you do, this is what God's reminding you here in verse 6. Be strong and courageous. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Verse 7. See this again. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all that my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn to it. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. You see, that's why the, days, the title of the message today is Right or Left. You see, so many times in our life we think that, that the rumble strips that come up are supposed to scare us or the rumble strips actually that God sets up in our life are telling us that maybe we're teetering in the edge of disobedience. You know, maybe the guardrails in our life are set up for a reason for us to walk in freedom. I've shared it before. Another example that I can think of that's so important when I talk about even rumble strip is bumper pads at the bowling alley. You know what I'm saying? If you know what I will, like, what ends up happening is you set those up so that a little ball can bounce and you can enjoy a strike. And I still somehow would have probably a hundred score, a terrible score with it. But for real, those, those bumper pads are set up so that way we can experience the joy that God wants to give us. 
And so that's why it's important for us to understand in our life when we have these rumble strips set up that we're not called to turn from the right or the left of God's blessing. And so he puts those rumble strips up so that when we drift to the right, we understand and there's a little warning sign that says, hey, you're going the wrong way. Hey, get back on course, correct course when we drift to the left. Hey, 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 you're heading to the path of destruction. You're going the wrong way. Change course, correct path, so you can be on the path to the promise that I want to give you. So many times in our life, though, we've just gone so accustomed to riding that line and going through that rumble strip that we don't care that we're just headed straight for impending death and doom. But the thing I want to tell you is you can have courage. You can be strong. You can step in faith. Because God promises He won't leave you or forsake you whatever season you're in. All you've got to do to literally, He's going to tell you what you get to be a part of here in a moment, but all you've got to do to follow Him is not turn from the right of His Word or to the left from His Word. And what, what does that mean? That doesn't mean that you've got to have the Bible memorized from front to back. No, 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 no. I'm telling you that if you have a relationship with Jesus, He's called you to a next step. If you want to follow His Word, just take that step. Don't worry about everything else. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing around you. Don't worry about what the person in the lane beside you. Don't worry about everybody else. You stay in your lane and you take the next step Jesus is calling you to take. And I'm telling you, you're going to experience blessing. I'm telling you, you're going to experience peace. Because no matter what this world's going to throw at you, that's when you get the cancer diagnosis. And you can praise God through it because you know that he's going to use it for a purpose that's greater than you. That's when you hear the job loss. And yes, it's tough, it's going to be hard, but you just believe that your season at that place was done and God's allowing you to step into a brand new season of His promise. That's when you hear that the bank account is drained and the bankruptcy's coming. And you say, well, maybe this is just a season of my life and God's got my attention so that way I can step into a new one. And maybe when you've walked through those things, you can see all the rumble strips that you ignored and it will make you even more astute and in tune to the rumble strips that God has set up in your life so that you don't have to go through this pain and destruction. You can have peace no matter what season you walk in. Verse 8 says this. If we don't sway to the right or the left, this is what happens. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. So important. On your lips. Think about that. On your lips. Not just memorize. Yes, we keep God's word in our heart, but we have to vocalize God's word. Did you know that God, the very breath of God is what created us? And when we speak, a lot of times if you hang out with me in my quiet times, I can get loud because I read the Bible out loud to myself. Because that's literally God speaking back to me, pouring back into me. And so I want you to know your words matter so much in your life. So when you're speaking God's promises over your life, you're speaking God's promises of never leaving or forsaking. You're speaking God's promises that if you're strong and courageous in faith, you will experience His peace. Man, you will get to be a part of something that's greater than you could ever ask or imagine. Even if you'll trust him enough that when he makes you hit that rumble strip, it's for a reason. So it says, keep it on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. If you got your Bible, this is like the third or fourth time Jesus is saying this here. God's telling Joshua this, and I love it. Have I not commanded you? God's commanding him in faith at this time to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. 
And so in that, Joshua ordered the officers of the people to go through the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready, and three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord, your God, is giving you for your own. It's no coincidence that it was three days here. It's no coincidence that in the book of Joshua, before people could step into God's promise, they had to wait three days so they could experience it. Isn't that crazy? I love the Bible. I love how Jesus works through everyone. I love how Jesus, if you have a relationship with him and you follow him step by step, you can be a part of something so amazing, something that's so fruitful, something that's not easy, something that doesn't make your fears go away. Sometimes you just got to experience his peace through faith. That he's never going to leave you or forsake you, no matter what season you're walking in. And what I love about Joshua here is it would have been real easy for him to turn back instead of crossing the Jordan. It would have been real easy for him to blame the generation before him for the problem he's experiencing now, and the generation after him for why Israel wasn't going to step into their promise, but that's not what God called him to do. God called him to take the step that he needed to take to lead Israel into deeper into his promise, into the place that God wanted to give him. He just had to put one foot in front of the other. And so maybe today, that's where you're stuck. Is you're too busy trying to turn from the right and left of God's promise that you're hurting yourself by not being obedient to do what He's called you to do. And so the only point I want to share with you today is this. You can't correct what you don't detect. You can't correct what you don't detect. It doesn't matter how many rumble strips God puts up in your life, how many roadblocks God puts up in your life. It doesn't matter how many times God tells you in His promise uh, in the Bible that He's going to be with you and that He'll never forsake you and that He'll never leave you. If you don't listen to that and you don't trust that and you don't have faith in that, you can't experience His blessing. That is exactly where Israel was. That is exactly what they're about to walk into is because they finally had faith that God is who He says He is. And that's maybe where you are today. And God is just putting up warning signs. He's putting up, he's putting up signals to you right now to say that's not the relationship you need to be in because it's not my best for you. It's not the job you need to be in because it's not created. You weren't created to do that. Maybe he's telling you right now that the way you've been living on and, and you're in debt to your eyeballs is that's not the life that he created you to live was to be a, a slave to the lender. He created you to be debt-free. He created you to actually be able to give generously, not where you are strapped by the chains of lenders. Whatever it is he's calling you to do, whatever it is he's called you to be, I just want you to take a moment right now and see if you've actually understood the warning signs and you've actually heard him trying to tell you you need to correct course. Here's the thing I'll tell you. All of us have something we've got to correct course on in our life. None of us are perfect. None of us have it all together. I don't care how well we look like we do. I don't care how well we project we do. None of us do. And so through this series and through this day today, I just want to remind you that seriously, are you seeing that God's detecting something in your life? Is He pressing in something right now that you need to change? Is there something in your life right now that He's calling you to make a change that you've just not been listening to Him in? Because the thing is, if you will, He says seriously, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Can you trust that if he gave two million Israelites everything their feet touched, that he'd be willing to do that for you? Not so that you could gain the possessions of this world, 
But like, what if every time your foot, every time your foot walked in the grocery store, you would encounter someone that needed to hear the hope of the gospel? They needed to experience the peace that only God could give. They needed to know that they weren't all alone in this world, but that they were not forsaken and they were not left alone. But by you just saying hello would make all the difference in the world. What if every time you walked into your job, every time your foot stepped to your desk, that you would not to be a, you would get to be a part of such great things inside of your company? It wasn't just about meeting a net profit or a a, a, a bottom line number, but a team of people growing together to do more than they could ever do individually. What if you trusted that today? What if that relationship is good, but it's not great for you? What if God's pressing that in on you right now? Will you trust Him in that? I'm not telling you if you're married right now to just call it quits, because I'm telling you there are people that are, there are married couples in this church that love to walk with you through the ups and downs and the roller coaster of marriage that they've been in and understand that marriage is a partnership where two willing parties have to be in there to be a part of all that God created them to be a part of. Because if you're in a marriage relationship and Jesus is at the center of it from the beginning, I'm telling you what you, he made you to do together, you couldn't do apart. But maybe you step in that relationship and you're not married and you realize that that's not God's best for you. Take that next step. Maybe it's a financial next step. Maybe it's a relational next step. Maybe it's a, a career change next step. Hey, maybe, like we're doing today, the next step is we've got to be obedient and resting. If I'm putting all my cards on the table here right now, guys, the reason that we're taking this Sunday off is this is a rumble strip in my life that Jesus has set up, and it's a guardrail that I have to guard against because I'm terrible at rest. I, if you know anything about me, the reason I love Joshua is it's an action gospel I love, I love hard work. You can't tell that a lot of times in my physique, but seriously, there's one thing that everyone can tell you about me if they really know me is I'm not afraid to sweat with you. Really, it's just what I love to do. I love being shoulder to shoulder in ministry with people. But the thing is, God didn't create me to go 24-7 all the time. And he didn't create you to go 24-7 all the time either. So the rumble strip of us not resting Right now, and me not being great at rest is the reason we even have an online service this Sunday. It's the reason we do that after Christmas every year. And the last Sunday of the year is a time for us to rest. Is because seriously, as, as the pastor of this church, it's something I struggle with. But it helps set up a guardrail and a rumble strip. So that way we all can be focused on God and take that next step and rest. So the real reason is today you're preaching the sermon. What is it that God's calling you to do? Because if you can't detect it, you don't know how to correct it. What he looked at Joshua to say is, remember my blessing. Everything your feet touches, I will give you. No one will be able to stand against you. I will never leave nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey the law. Do not turn from the right or left, that you may be successful and prosperous wherever you go. Meditate on this book day by day. That way you will be careful to do everything written in it, and you will be prosperous and successful. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For God is with you wherever you go. I want you to know today that God is with you wherever you go. You see, 
maybe the reason you can't correct it, the reason you can't correct what God's trying to help you detect, and the reason you're not detecting it is because you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You've heard about him. You've seen him on your grandma's wall. You've seen the picture of him. You've seen him on the cross at Easter. You've heard about his birth at Christmas, but you don't really know who he is. And the reason is that your life is continual cycle of path of destruction is because you've never really experienced life. Because today you can't, you can't correct what you don't detect. You're not detecting the rumble strips in your life that are leading you that way. And when I think about that, I go to Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 and 20 that says this. And this is what God's trying to talk to you right now if you've never given your life to Jesus. This day I call heavens and earth as witnesses against you that I've set before you. Life and death. There is no in-between. Blessings and cursings. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to His voice, and hold fast to Him. For the Lord is your life. And so today, maybe right now as we close out this message, maybe right now you're understanding and you're detecting that you've never given your life to the Lord. And if you haven't, I want to tell you you're choosing cursing and you're choosing death because the thing is, all of us were born into death. All of us were born into sin. None of us can earn our way out of it. None of us can work our way out of it, pray our way out of it, dress our way out of it, have enough success to get out of it, give enough to the church to get out of it, give enough to the community to get out of it. None of us can ever measure up to the penalty of our sin, but God loved us enough that He sent His Son to live the life we could never live, die the death and penalty of our sin on the cross, and love us enough not to stay dead, but rose again on the third day so that we may have life and live it to the full, so that everything our feet touch, He would give us. In other words, when we follow Him step by step, we'll get to be a part of exactly what He created us to do. And have you ever just been with somebody who knows they're exactly what they're supposed to do? They're where they're exactly supposed to be. They seriously are living the life they were created to live. If you've never given your life to the Lord, you can't experience life. Because the Lord alone is your life. Everything else in this world will lead to death. And the reason you can't detect the rumble strips that are leading to death is because you don't know who Jesus is. And I want to tell you today, there is hope. Because God's been pursuing you. God wants to have a love relationship with you. God wants to be in a communion with you. God wants to have a connection with you. God wants to have a relationship with you. But the only way that you can get to Him is accept that He is the only way to have your life. That Jesus alone is the only way. Jesus alone paid the penalty for your sin. Jesus alone is the only way to get out of this. And that He is who He says He is. And so right now we're about to say a prayer. And it's not the words of this prayer that gets you saved, but the faith that Jesus is who He says He is. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to tell you here at the Vine, we pray as a family together so that everyone knows they're not walking through this alone because we've all been there. And so I'm about to pray this out loud. And I want you to know it's not the words of this prayer. It's the faith of this prayer. The faith of this prayer is when you're telling God that I'm choosing life, not death. I'm choosing blessings, not cursing. Today I understand I'm going to correct because you have allowed me to detect the things in my life. And you're allowed me to detect that my life is not yours. And so today I'm laying it down to you. That's exactly what we're about to pray. And you have to have faith that Jesus is who he says he is. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I'm going to ask you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus. I believe I'm a sinner, separated from you, 
and that the wages of my sin is death. But I believe you lived the life I couldn't live, died the death that I deserved on the cross, but loved me enough not to stay dead, but rose again so that I may have life. Come take over my life. Teach me to follow you step by step the rest of my life the best way I know how. And so with every head bowed and every eye closed right now, wherever you are right now, if you can say for the first time you understand and you have given your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to ask you to be bold and respond. I'm about to count to three. And on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to click on the raised hand or shoot us a comment on Facebook or email us at prayer at divine.tv or give us a phone call or text message at 864-580-6698. Wherever you are today, when I count to three, I'm going to ask you to respond if you've given your life to Jesus. One, two, three. If that's you today and you've done that, it's not only the best decision you've ever made, it's the only decision that will lead to life, not death. The only and for everyone else, as we get to wrap up this series, and I hope that you've had an amazing time with your family, I'm about to pray pray us out here in a minute, and we're going to end uh, with a promo uh, for this Rumble series that we're going to be walking through, and, and, and we're going to be unpacking Joshua over these next few weeks. But I just want you to go back and look at the last next step God's called you to take. And only you can answer this question. Did you take it? Because if you didn't, I just want you to know you're missing out on the blessings and the promises that he wants to give you. But I want you to know, if you're scared to take it, I'm willing to walk with you through it to take it. This family here at the Vine will be willing to walk with you through that step as you take it. And you won't have to walk through it alone. And I'm telling you, as we walk through that together, we'll get to experience his promise like never before. So I'm praying wherever you are, if Jesus has told you a next step and you haven't taken it, or maybe the day he's pressing in a next step you need to take, I'm going to pray with boldness that you take it. And then we're going to end today with our Rebel Strip promo for what's coming up over the next few weeks. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you for this time together. Thank you for allowing us to take this rest. Thank you, Jesus, that in you we can have rest. In you we can experience life. In you we don't have to be on this rat race and spinning our wheels constantly for things that only lead to death, but in you, we can experience life and we can live it to the full. So Jesus, thank you that you came down and lived the life we couldn't live and died that death that we deserve and loved us enough to give us the Holy Spirit so that we could experience life and live it to the full. Jesus, I pray that we would not sway to the right or to the left of what you've called us to do, but instead, we would hear those rumble strips when we do and we would have boldness and we would be strong and be very courageous to step forward to what you've called us to do. Jesus, if you promised everything that the Israelites' feet touched was theirs, I don't know why in the world we couldn't think that everything that you've called us to do and every step that you've called us to take isn't one that's going to be even greater than what we could ever ask or imagine. So I pray with boldness today that we wouldn't be afraid to take those next steps and that we would trust that you are who you say you are. We love you, Jesus. We thank you that you let us live in a time such as this and that we get to do and spread your gospel to the ends of the earth and that you work through us. It's your name we pray. Amen. I can't wait to connect with each and every one of you next week as we continue our Rumble Strip series with the crossover.
What happens when we start to veer? To wander? To allow our freedom to take us somewhere we didn't intend to go? Will we lose the road? Or is there a way to find it again? <laughs>